You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Dunkin' Donuts with the perfect oh, twist donut. Dunkin' Donuts with the bow tie donut. James was like on the way here, I love this. <laughs> this is my favorite Dunkin' Donuts. And I was like, oh, not, not expecting that to come out of James Brown the Third's <laughs> mouth. Um, and he was like, yeah, this is my favorite uh, particular donut that they have here that they don't have at all the uh, Dunkin' Donuts. And I was like, I am a donut addict. And he, and he was kind of like not maybe believing it. So I pulled out my <laughs> wallpaper on my phone which is donuts. It's all donuts. It's all donuts. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. It's me, Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage, an online training program that helps actors train like athletes. Actors are athletes, so start training like one. If you want to try a free trial, go to the website builtforthestage.com. You can just simply fill out your name and email. No catch at all. No type of requirements or any type of obligation. Just a chance to try it out. Builtforthestage.com. Try out that free trial. It's actually a seven-day trial, and the theme of it is taking center stage on this little show called your life. So let me help you jumpstart, put you into action. Speaking of action, I just saw part one of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, and there was so much magical action going on there. So I had to drag uh, into the studio with me none other than James Brown III. What's up, James? What's up? James is actually reappearing on the podcast. He was on episode nine mm. back in our early days. He was all the way in Australia. He yeah. was so kind to take a phone call with me. He's like, all right, I'll do this random thing for you, Joe. You know, whatever. Speaking of, he's so supportive of me. We'll get we'll get to that in a second. He's just such good people. But um, yeah, he spoke to me while, you know, he could have just been enjoying himself, you know, just taking in that kangaroo son. But uh, <laughs> he definitely was uh, kind enough to be on that. So if you want, you can go back to episode nine if you love James and you can check out um, a little bit of that too. So. Talk to us about the times in rehearsals when you're talking, quote unquote, through the magic, but you really can't do the magic in the studio. Is there any like funny stories where like you guys are like uh, just kind of miming magic in rehearsal studios or how did you guys go about that? Yeah, um, <clears throat> we are lucky enough that our producers are crazy but also just 
thorough. So in our rehearsal studio, a lot of the magic we magical elements we have. Um, what gets hard is actually more of the automation, so the turntable moving, um, and really just the height of the ceiling in the room that we're in. So most of the things that get awkward are when you would ride in at the top of the stairs, but you can't because you'd be clotheslined by a pipe in the ceiling at New 42. Mm -hmm. um, so really, like, those... Those are the moments in in the rehearsal you know process that get awkward. But most of the magic we can actually do in the studio. So sadly, I wish I had like a funnier story or <laughs> anecdote, but I really don't. No, it's um, good to know. Yeah, good to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a little behind the scenes insight that you actually had the stuff. Yeah, we have most of the stuff, and you know, obviously, if you were watching the magic, you'd see the magic because mm -hmm. we don't have the lighting that we have mm -hmm. in the theater, but actually performing the trick or the illusion we can actually do in the studio. I'm loving the story. I'm loving the performances, but there is the element too of like when you watch a normal magic show, you're always trying to figure, okay, how'd they do that? Like, yeah. how's that going on? Yeah, yeah. So some of it, I'm like, oh, I know, I know. But there was a couple of things where I'm like, what just happened? Like, yeah, there how are, can I figure this out? Yeah, there are future. The, what, what I find most exciting about the show is um, JK and Jack and John Tiffany and Stephen Hoggett. Um, when they created this story, it was written for the stage in mind. There was never an intention from the beginning to make it a film. And so because of that, they were able to say, okay, listen, as a play, as a stage play, there's no way we're going to be able to compete with the CGI of a film. So how can we actually do the exact opposite? How can we um, create something that really utilizes something that a film can't do? And that's utilizing the human being and utilizing real stage crafting illusions. And so mostly illusions um, uh, are manned by us. And some of them are old school tricks that you know, you've seen before that they've reimagined. And some of them were just created for the show. Um, obviously, we have signed several NDAs to never tell. I knew it. <laughs> that, I love the bookshelf scene. So Yeah, that's, so, that's awesome. I don't want to say cute, but like it is kind of, it's just cute. Like the, the yeah. puppets almost of the books. It's really cute. Most people really love the bookshelf. They also love uh, the time turner, which is one that people constantly ask me about. And Oddly enough, no one has ever guessed it right. Obviously, mm. I wouldn't tell them if they were right, yeah, yeah. but no one has ever actually guessed what it is. Um, it. So that's kind of cool. Are you talking, you're not referencing like how this the stage waves? Yeah. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Yeah. I was just assuming it was like a combination of the lights with the projections. That's what I was thinking. But uh, you, you Most people think that. But uh, I guess I'm wrong, huh? <laughs> uh, okay. <Yeah. laughs> now I'm like not thinking about carrying on this conversation, but thank you for figuring <laughs> that out. Yeah. Um, so you're playing uh, different characters today. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, because for me, like we were talking about when we were getting here, I was not a potter head yeah. growing up. So this, a lot of this is very brand new to me. Uh, not a lot, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, let me just, a side note is that 
even if you're like me, this show stands on its own. So I'm not sitting there like, oh, I'm left out. I mean, I am left out. Some people are getting references that maybe I'm not. But as far as following the story, yeah. I definitely am able to do that. But tell us a little bit about uh, your character that you're playing today and then what you usually do on other uh, days and nights. Yeah, so I, I'm playing Hagrid and Sorting Hat, um, which is super fun. Uh, they're both beloved characters from the books and the films. Um, the Sorting Hat in the show is is cool because they completely reimagine the character. Obviously, in the films, it's an actual hat, like a witch's hat. Um, and in the show, they've reimagined him to be um, like the epitome of a dapper gentleman, you know? Um, and he's a bit like the narrator of, of the of the piece. Um, and Hagrid is, is Hagrid, you know, he's, he's Hagrid. He's lovable, he's big, he's, you know, Harry is like f- fairy godfather <laughs> in a way, I, I got think. that, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but most nights I play Bane, the centaur. Um, so I'm half man, half horse uh, with the powers of, div- of divination. Um, and so I've actually been splitting my time between playing Bane and playing Hagrid and Sorting Hat, which has been really exciting to... Um, that all of my roles are are magical creatures. Mm. Yeah. So we also, as we were walking over here, talking about my comparison and parallels <laughs> to the movies Hook and It's a Wonderful Life. Rufio. Exactly. Yeah. There's this. Well, when I was coming into it, I knew that. So, Bill for the Stage fam, a client, a new client, uh, James Snyder plays Harry Potter. Yeah. And me, not being a Potterhead. I watch Harry Potter, the movies, and I'm like, oh, he's like a teenager. Or he's like whatever. So I'm like, he's Harry po- I, I don't know what I'm getting into. So yeah. I go in, and it's grown up Harry Potter. It is grown and up And it's Harry very Potter. much like, for me, Robin Williams as Peter Pan in Hook. <laughs> <laughs> and just seeing him be himself and like what the people know him as, but like as this grown up, uh, I don't want to say shadow of who he used to be, but just like this total 180 of, you know, the younger Harry. Um, and then there's some cool stuff. I won't give it away if you haven't seen the show. This this show, uh, The Cursed Child, it wasn't a book or a movie, correct? Is this new it's material? A, it is a, it's new material, but it is an actual book that she wrote specifically to be the stage show. So if you were to buy this book at Barnes & Nobles, it is the actual script of our show. But the book didn't come out until the show came out, correct? The it, uh, Well, the... Yes, it, yes. Meaning like they, they it's were- It's not one of the original- Yeah, they were books. meant to come out kind of together. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So um, the It's a Wonderful Life thing with, I didn't want to be like a spoiler. I didn't know if like, but if you've read the books, you, you know what I'm talking about in this particular case. Just how, all right, if you have, if you're like me, I'm not going to give it away, but <laughs> <laughs> things were, were, were changed- and like George and um, Clarence the Angel, and they're living this life of like, once again, a 180 of like, things are not the way they used to be. Yeah. And they leave you like that at the end of part one, and you're like, what? And just you wait till you go back. I am, <laughs> oh my gosh, like, I'm, I just want to leave right now and, and hurry it up and get it, and get it going. <laughs> um it was very special at the end of part one to hear the audience's reaction. Like yeah. going into it as an audience member, I'm thinking, oh man, there's two parts. Like, wow, I got to come back again. Yeah. Are you serious? But at the end, everyone's like, they were lit. They yeah. were. They probably, maybe some of them didn't even leave. They're just sitting there waiting. <laughs> no, and I, th- I think to me, the, the most exciting way to see the show is to do it all in one day. 
a Wednesday, Saturday, or Sunday rather than split it up between Thursday and Friday just because by the time you get to the end of the show and it ends the way it ends, uh, you want to know. You're ready to come back. You're, you know, you're at the very least, you're like, okay, we can go eat. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then let's get back to the action. Right. And there are still more, um, if you can believe it, there's still more tricks and illusions that that we've saved that are even bigger and better than, than uh -oh. part one. Oh, I can't wait. The yeah. swimming scene was great. Uh, really loved that. Um, so you're teching right now at the we, same time we are of performing indeed. the show <laughs> for your third cast coming in? Yeah, so the, there are, I think, 10 people coming in, new folks coming in for the third year of our contract, so we're losing 10 people. But because the show is so large and it's two parts, there's so many moving pieces, quite literally. Um, we actually do almost a full tech process all over all over again. Um, so that basically happens once a year around this time. Um, and so it just gives an opportunity for the new cast to 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 be a part of of the magic and feel it without an audience there. And so it takes like it's like a four week process. Was yesterday a ten out of twelve kind of tech or yesterday was a nine to eight. A nine day. nine a.m. Yeah. to eight p.m. Yes. And you have two shows today. And we have two shows today. Now, yesterday, before 9 a.m., what did you do? I went to the gym, obviously. You went to the gym? <laughs> Where are all my clients out there listening to this? I get a Now, no, this is all in love out there. I get a lot of messages during tech week when people are like, yo, it's tech week. Like, it's so, I'm so hard. It's so hard and blah, blah, blah. James is in that gym. Well, listen, I... It for me, it's the only way to get through the the process. Yesterday, I was excited. I felt happy. My you know life was great. I <laughs> was watching a lot of my cast already at you know 10 a.m. Like this is awful. It's already long, but I don't know. It's just how I live. But um, I get it. You know, tech is hard. But for me, my the thing that helps me get through it is is working out. I will say, the gym at seven seven thirty in the morning is awful i wanted to poke not my eyes out their eyes out because it's just crazy so james has this thing with crowds <laughs> uh, we're doing so we're vlogging this let me take the time to pitch our vlog so uh james is kind enough to actually be in episode four of it's the day of the show y'all and it's on our youtube channel um on you like that cool you like, you like that <laughs> it's the name it's the day of the show y'all and um last week was moulin rouge um we were at emoji land uh oh the off-broadway uh show with bill for the stage fam jacob dickey Anyways, if you want to check out this episode with James uh, Brown III, you can. But I was like, James, for good content's sake, <laughs> can we take a hard right and walk down Broadway in the middle of Times Square? And his face was like, <laughs> you know, should I be polite? Should I tell this guy you're insane? No. But he did. He broke out into hives. But uh, we eventually <laughs> diverted and took a hard left to get back out. But he was cringing the entire time. It's only because I love you, Joe. <laughs> but living in New York for almost 20 years and working on Broadway for almost 20 years, Times Square, for as necessary as it is for me to have a job because I need the tourists to come see these shows, right. I also 
You don't need to walk amongst them. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Of <laughs> they're it. here for the you know first or second time, and they're barely. Let them have their thing. Yeah, you know? like let them live their lives. And if enjoy. you want to visit me on Eleventh Ave near the water where <laughs> no one's walking, I'll meet you over there at Eleventh yeah. Ave. <laughs> or the Dunkin' Donuts with the perfect oh, twist donut. Dunkin' Donuts with the bow tie donut. James was like on the way here. I love this. <laughs> this is my favorite Dunkin' Donuts, and I was like, oh, not not expecting that to come out of James Brown the Third's mouth. Um, and he was like, yeah, this is my favorite uh, particular donut that they have here that they don't have at all the uh, Dunkin' Donuts. And I was like, I am a donut addict. And he, and he was kind of like not maybe believing it. So I pulled out my <laughs> wallpaper on my phone, which is donuts. It's all donuts. It's all donuts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So you've been here for 20 years. You just said you've been on Broadway working for 20 years. That was not an exaggeration, people. <laughs> uh, you can look up his resume or look up in the descriptions uh, the Broadway shows that he's been in. How have you done it, sir? How, how do you keep booking shows? What are some of your practices that allow you to be so fortunate? Um, wow. That's such a big question. I, I definitely feel like a lot of, you know, like luck presenting itself with opportunity. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's one of those businesses that networking is such a huge part of it. And I was really fortunate enough in the early part of my career to, um, you know, the first show I did was Lion King. And for those of you who know Disney well or have worked for Disney, you know how loyal Disney is. And they, um, Tom Schumacher over there is just one of the most amazing producers Um and so just having that as kind of my foundation for when I got here, I learned a lot. It put me in front of a lot of people. Um, and then from there, I went on to work with Stro, Susan Strowman, who's another person that's super loyal. And um, I learned a lot from her artistically. And so I think between those two things, it really put me in um, rooms with the people who I continuously work with throughout my career. And so, so much of it is really just knowing people and being um, useful to them in, in rooms where they're creating multi-million dollar um, properties um, in this commercial theater world that we're in. And, and the thing that is most helpful to a creative team, to producers, is knowing that the people in the room that are helping them create it, they can trust and that they can... Um, allow them to do, allow, allow us to do that creative work to help them kind of pull the piece together. And so between that and, you know, continuing to train and continue to both like artistically train, but also physically. Um, so built for the stagers, keep going to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this topic because a lot of people, you know, they'll point to uh, luck or who you know or serendipity or whatever. 
And all of those might be a part of the equation, but when it comes down to it, you have to be willing to step through the door. Yeah. You also have to be willing to do what it takes to step through the door because not all doors are the same as far as how you're going to get through that door. Yeah. Um, and for you, what you just said at the end was that, you know, you're, you've put in the work and continue to put in the work. And when you go through the door, who are you when you get there? Do you bring your talent? More importantly, are you pleasant to be around? Are yeah. you someone that is worth uh, spending all this time with? And uh, what do you bring to not only the peace, but the people around you that also are trying to um, have it have an yeah. impact in the peace? Well, and I mean, I think that's the thing, right? Every every year, a new crop of conservatory actors graduate, and um, the more the the larger Broadway becomes a commercial industry, the more savvy these schools are. The especially the bigger schools, more savvy they are in training kids who have the talent to do the thing. So now, you know, you can drop, you know, a dime out of this window and hit five people that can, you know, sing an A and kick their face. So it then becomes, well, what is the other thing that makes you different? What is the thing that that makes me want to continue to work with you? Because I can get... I can get someone that can do all the things you can do, but now I, I also need someone that I want to be around. I want I I need someone that has um, an imagination, and I think the dreaming part, the imagination part, is something that actually is kind of our education system. Oddly enough, it feels like it beats out of us a little bit, and we get um, in every industry. I think we start to lose that part of it and. The biggest thing we need as actors is our imagination and the ability to, to dream and to create and to dream up new worlds and new characters and new lives. And some of that gets lost, I think, in our in the process mm. because we're all so um, hungry to get the big note, to nail, quote unquote, the monologue or to, you know, get our leg up. And, and we're missing um, the dreaming part. Mm. What are you dreaming up outside of Harry Potter? What, what, who is James when you're not on stage? And what do you, what have you been up to outside the show? Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've been dreaming up stories. I love telling stories. And over the last year, I've been uh, writing a lot, writing uh, screenplays and, and TV um, and producing. I've produced a couple of short films. Um, one is uh, in in uh, festival circuits as we speak. Another one is in post production. Um, so yeah, so the next kind of stage in my career is 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 as a writer and a producer of, of of TV and film, and it's been really exciting, really exciting to kind of take all of the life experience and artistic experience that I've had as an actor for the last twenty years. Um, and let it inform the stories that I want to tell and how I want to tell them and pictures that, um, that I want to make. Um, so that's been uh, one of the uh, incredible things about Harry Potter is having the energy and the time um, and the money, quite frankly, to take my time and write the stories that I want to write and not be pressed to sell them immediately because it's my means of paying my rent. Mm. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Will you like give us an insight on any of the stories that you know topics or like what you're kind of dreaming up? Yeah, I mean they're a little bit like uh, I'm working on three different things at the moment that are all very different. One is a um, uh, a biopic about 
this amazing man uh, by the name of Eugene Bullard, um, who he's, you have to look him up, but he was the first African-American fighter pilot to fly in World War I, and he actually fought for the French. Um, so his life is wildly interesting um, and also wildly unknown. <laughs> um, so that's been exciting. Um, another is uh, based on, and it's an adaptation of a, a YA novel. It's like a, a teen heist um, uh, screenplay, which has been really fun to write. Hmm. And then one of my best friends and I have developed a, uh, um, a TV pilot that I'm writing that is, uh, that involves like uh, some music and it feels very urban and fresh and kind of is, is like if you were to, um, mesh into the Spidey verse with uh, like everybody hates Chris or rags to riches. So it's really fun. Um, something I'll be trying to tap my uh, Disney roots. <laughs> so very cool. All that's being said, you go to the gym, you work full time in a Broadway show. You're creating three different pieces. Do you have a schedule? How do you do this? Yeah, I definitely have a schedule. I've, I've committed myself to writing five pages a day, which has been really um, helpful because I think that that's a lot of, a lot of people say they want to be a writer <laughs> and then they come up with excuses for like not writing. And I think obviously- Sorry to interrupt you. You can't only write when you feel like writing, right? Yeah, like you really have to make it a full-time job and really- and and write like, like the gym. Like, you can't gym. only go to the. This is right? right. Yeah, he's absolutely right. It's the same. This is like. Yeah, they're two, parallel. They're parallel. Two boats. Just Listen, this morning I went to the gym and I was really sad about it, and I even put it on my Instagram that I was like, <laughs> but I showed up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Right, you, keep going. Sorry yeah. To so you. I, I, you know, five pages I've, a day. You know, five pages a day of writing, if not editing, um, and so. Um, yeah, so that's kind of this the the pro productive side of the schedule that I have myself on, and I just make sure that I can get that done at some point during the day based on my schedule. Um, luckily, I'm a I'm a morning person, so I know that I can be most productive in the morning, which is great because you know I'm not getting phone calls and a bunch of emails and that kind of stuff, so I can usually get a lot of it done before um, before actually leaving for the gym. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've kind of been lucky to I, I kind of made um soho house my like reworks so i'll go on mondays and tuesdays and thursdays and fridays during the day and go and write as much as i can there and then on double show days the way the show works i can get a lot of of, of writing done during the day and so um you know so i feel like i do have two full-time jobs but i'm all i think i'm fortunate um that both of them are my passions mm. <laughs> and um not everyone gets to do that. And and so that is a blessing and something that I, I don't ever want to take for granted, even when I'm tired and, and, and don't feel like it. Sometimes, you know, interesting things come out of, of being quote unquote blocked, you know, your writer's block. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you just have to just put stuff down on, on the page and, and come back to it later rather than just, you know, sit there and stare at the page. You just got to show up. Yeah. You got to crawl through the gym doors sometimes. And Definitely. a lot of the times you'll end up marching out proudly. Yeah. Other times you might not, but you showed up and, yeah. and you put that work in. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of people, uh, artists struggle with that is that they 
have the passion or they have the desire, but they lack the knowledge or kind of epiphany of, I need to have a plan, yeah. a schedule. Yeah. You know, it's, James isn't saying, I want to write. He's saying, I'm going to write five pages a day. Or I should even say, James isn't saying, I want to be a writer. He's saying, to be a writer, I will commit to five pages a day. Yeah. I don't want to say, I wish I could be in shape. No. At 9 a.m. Monday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'll just throw out those random days, but they're specific. I will go and do X, Y, Z. Speaking of go for it, we're going to go get some sushi, guys. James, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you um, for If you want to find James uh, online, on the socials, we'll put all of his stuff on the description of this uh, podcast uh, episode. And we'll also have the vlog, It's the Day of the Show, y'all, YouTube link on this description, too, so you can see James's beautiful face walking through Times Square, <laughs> loving the people. Um, so, yeah, don't forget about that free trial we just mentioned and the vlog and our Instagram app over the stage. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Truly mean that. Uh, love you all out there. Love fitness. Love one another. It's me, Roscoe, signing off. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.